welcome, 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 and thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Strong Wild Inspired Podcast, my friends. Thank you so, so much for being here. This week, I am kicking off a six-part series called The Pillars of Peace. The six pillars we'll dive into each week are meditation, gratitude, movement, hydration, nutrition, and one I've recently added to my own daily fulfillment in the past eight months, faith. Today's episode serves as an introduction to the series, and beginning next week for six weeks, we'll explore one pillar at a time per podcast, which is going to help you strengthen your foundation, right? Because we don't want to do all six of these at once, it would be completely overwhelming. Your frontal cortex would shut down in your brain and would be like, yeah, no, I'm good. Uh, This is too much and I don't want to do it. Thanks very much. Have a nice day. So we're going to break it down one pillar at a time and it's going to be easily digestible. Hopefully it's not going to be overwhelming. We're going to keep it simple and really honestly just want to deliver this in a way that is going to serve you, it's going to help you, and you are going to feel like you can actually practically apply these principles into your own life. And these are the six that work for me. Now, I'm going to say this, I'm going to preface this by saying each and every single one of us is very different. So I have these six main pillars that are my daily foundation for starting my day off on the best foot forward. Now for you, you may find that maybe only four of them resonate. You may find that all six of them are like life-changing once you start incorporating these into your life. But I also want you to meet yourself where you are at, okay? I don't want you taking on too much, but also you've got to put in the work, okay? So we're going to do this one week at a time, one pillar at a time. If you can do all six, it's going to be life-changing, but we're going to break it down. This isn't something that takes hours a day to do and incorporate baby steps, okay? We are making micro millimeter baby baby step say that five times fast baby step shifts each day and uh you know we take it one moment at a time one day at a time one week at a time and before you know it over time your life will transform so before we go any further I want to emphasize to you the importance of consistency and intentionality being everything. And yes, intentionality is a real word, but just in case you're wondering, I will make up words from time to time, like marvelosity and fantabulousness. Um, I'm not sure either one of those are actual words, but they're going to be words in this podcast. So <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's move along. It's not enough for you to use just one of these core principles from time to time or only if you feel like using it. So, um, for example, gratitude. Gratitude is the great multiplier. When you really fully harness the power of gratitude in your life, it is just mind-blowing what happens. And I cannot explain it. I don't know why it happens, but 
it has this magnificent power to really transform you on the inside, which transforms your life on the outside. This series is not going to be your cup of tea or coffee or venti iced caramel macchiato if you're unwilling to take massive action. So that means using these principles and these practices on a daily basis, consistently, continuously. Now, if you apply them consistently and intentionally, you are going to begin shifting your life in a massively expansive new direction, which means you're also going to hit resistance along the way. Okay. What do I mean by resistance? Anytime we as human beings try to move ourselves forward in a direction that is unfamiliar, that we haven't done, that can seem scary, um, our primal cavewoman, caveman brain is like, eh, eh, I don't want to do it. That's scary. I don't think I should do it. It's not a good idea. Uh, I'm going to stay on this side of the danger zone and I'm not going over there. Okay. Your brain wants to keep you safe. It wants to keep you stuck. It wants to keep you comfortable. It does not like change. It does not like new experiences. It does not like breaking through self-limiting beliefs to transform your life, especially if you're shifting in a direction that you've never been before. If it's completely unfamiliar, um, for example, if you are accustomed to being in unhealthy relationships and toxicity and abuse and neglect and things like that, when you work through your trauma and you attract a partner who is emotionally available and really supportive and loving and encouraging, it might seem really flipping scary. It really might not be comfortable for you in the beginning. Uh, but that's why working through traumas and things like that are so, so important because those, those traumas, when you work on them and negative experiences that you've had, they are energy blocks. And there's, there can be self-limiting beliefs behind that saying, you know, things like you're not enough, you don't deserve it, you don't deserve to be happy, you don't deserve love, you don't deserve, you know, money, finance, that job, that car, the promotion, uh, to be um, on a, a different level of playing your life than you are now. And I'm going to call bullshit on the voice in your head that tells you that because you are worthy, you are important, you do matter, you do deserve the love and the joy and the happiness and everything that life has to offer. Please, 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 when you hear that voice in your head, just know that there is a very big difference between the voice that is your intuition, which is divine guidance. It's the energy. It's the the messages that we receive from our inner knowing from that Christ consciousness within us from divine guidance that tells us, yeah, maybe it's not a good idea to go down that dark alleyway. I'm getting like a feeling in the pit of my stomach. Oh, I don't know. Or when you are at a stop sign and you're supposed to go left, everything in you knows. I always take a left. I need to make a left. I should go left. But there's this inner knowing 
that comes from within you and it says, I don't think that's a good idea today. We need to go right. You need to take a right, take a right, take a right, take a right, take a right. And then you listen and you're like, I don't know why. I don't understand why this inner knowing within me, this feeling, this gut feeling keeps telling me, turn right, turn right, turn right, when I've always turned left. And then you find out that there was a three-car pileup if you would have turned left that you could have been a part of. There's a very big difference between that kind of inner knowing that really wants to just keep you safe and guide you and protect you and the voice in your head that tells you you aren't smart enough to apply for that job or you aren't strong enough to leave that relationship. Those are very, very different, very different voices in your head. Um, Not voices in your head, but a very different uh, feeling between the two, between the inner knowingness and the voice in your head that tries to keep you stuck and safe and comfortable which we're not going to get into today. We're going to, well, I'll touch that topic on another podcast. Um, so when you're going through these principles, though, and using these practices on a daily basis, you're going to hit that resistance. You're going to hit that feeling of turn back now, turn back now, don't go that way. And you might feel really uncomfortable with the familiar. Your relationships may be tested, personal relationships, Uh, The way that you see the world, the way that you see yourself, the way that you view people in your circle around you and those relationships, you know, you may have to cut ties with certain friendships so that you can move on to really fulfill your potential and who you were meant to be in this life. And you may be dramatically different as time goes on from who you were when you began this process and that's all okay it's all part of the process and just lean into it and trust it because there are going to be many many times especially in the beginning and then especially when you're like really really making momentum when you're really going for it um, there's going to be a lot of times when you're going to have that little voice in your head who tries to keep you from leveling up your life and just like Alberto In Disney Pixar's animated film, Luca, you're going to have to tell that voice, Silencio Bruno. And uh, maybe your inner Bruno is already saying, listen, lady, I don't know you, but I know you don't have a PhD. I know you don't have a background in psychology. Come on. How do you know all of this? How can you be so sure that these things can change my life? And in that sense, you're absolutely correct. I don't have a PhD. I'm not a clinical psychologist. However, What I lack in academia, I make up for 10 times over with life experience. Let me explain. Just seven years ago, I was a single mom with a knack for attracting wonderfully good-looking men who were also extremely emotionally unavailable. Going through chemotherapy for stage three colon cancer, I was unable to work or provide for my children financially because of how sick and exhausted chemo would leave me feeling. At that time, I wasn't receiving uh, financial support for my children from my ex-husband who was in between jobs. 
I didn't have a vehicle of my own or any clue what I was doing with my life. Up until that point, I had been rocking, and I mean rocking, my university studies in journalism. But when I was diagnosed with cancer uh, while I was a student, everything just kind of fell apart. I was very tired a lot of the time. I was constantly nauseous. I couldn't eat. Um, You know, I had a terrible time sleeping. I would receive my chemotherapy treatment and then it was like I would just be after four or five hours of an infusion, I would go home and what they do is they, with my chemotherapy, they paired it with steroids. And what that means is that I was out of my mind energized when I got home. So during chemotherapy, I would be like a lump on a log and I'd usually sleep through it or I'd, you know, work on my WordPress blog or something like that. Um, and I, I always had my little go bag, you know, it was full of things to do while I was going to be in chemotherapy for hours at a time. And, uh, something that I continued to do, uh, started in my childhood and just kind of continued to do that as an adult. And even now I tend to take a, a massive bag of things to keep myself busy when I go somewhere for a long period of time. But I would, uh, I'd be very energized when I got home from chemotherapy and, go nonstop and rearrange furniture and want to do things for, you know, the few hours that I was out of my mind with steroids racing through my veins. And then I would just drop and be so wiped out and so exhausted and so tired. I would sleep all night and then I'd wake up because the steroids would kick in again and I'd be up for hours at a time and then back to bed. And it was just, it was not easy on my body at all for my sleep schedule to be so off track. Now on the outside, if you were looking at me, you know, I seemed well enough. I was very underweight. I was 15 to 20 pounds underweight before I started chemotherapy. Um, But, you know, in spite of that, on the outside, I, I maintained, I maintained a pretty upbeat appearance. I mean, you know, no one would really know that I was going through chemotherapy unless I shared that information with them. But on the inside, I was very bitter. I was angry with my children's father for the emotional abuse and the borderline physical abuse that I tolerated during our marriage. I blamed my parents for my upbringing, even though now looking back, I can honestly say that they did the best they could with the knowledge that they had. And I... I absolutely adore both of my parents, uh, you know, going through chemo and everything that um, everything that involved really brought us closer together and uh, gave me the opportunity to work through a lot of a lot, a lot, a lot of the deep soul shadow work that I had to do to really rebuild those relationships. But even then, there were times, you know, going through chemo when I wondered what it would be like to quit chemo altogether. And there were even several times that I remember crying my eyes out. And back then I didn't have much of a relationship with God. You know, I believed in something bigger than myself, but I would say that my life then and my relationship with God and uh, Christ is nothing, nothing like it is now. Uh, As a born again Christian, you know, I feel like my relationship with God is just magnified to the 10th persona and every day grows stronger and stronger. And I'm, I'm very thankful for that. 
But there were times that I cried myself to sleep, begging God to just call me home because I didn't want to live. I didn't want to go finish chemotherapy. I didn't want to to continue on that path. I was I was desperate and desolate and felt so alone, even though I was surrounded by so many people who loved and cared for me. And my children were my only anchors. The thought of leaving them behind was really heartache enough to keep me going each day. I could not leave them and I wouldn't leave them. I refused to. I mean, they were really the only thing that helped me to get myself to a place of mental strength and physical strength and uh, get myself out of bed most days. And it was only once that storm had passed that I realized everything falling apart was so that better things could come together. The journey home to my truest sense of self, including a renewed and restored faith in God, hallelujah, amen, uh, it really began in 2012 with gratitude. It feels like just about every year since, another pillar, as I call it, has been added to my daily practices, really strengthening my foundation. First gratitude, and then movement, nutrition, meditation, hydration, now faith. And it's not to say that in the years to come, there might be another pillar that I add to it. But, you know, for now, these are my six main foundational pillars that really increase my peace and sense of calm and even productivity throughout my days. When you combine these pillars on a daily basis, intentionally, consistently, continuously, it is an absolute game changer. Each fundamental practice on its own is so powerful, but when you combine them together on a daily basis, your productivity, peace, and positivity are going to be strengthened like the roots of a magnificent redwood tree. Yes, a redwood tree. Let me explain to you what I mean by that, okay? So did you know that the roots of a redwood tree grow quite shallow? I mean, for these trees being as massive and huge and ginormous, yes, ginormous, as they are, their roots only go down into the soil, into the earth, 6 to 12 feet. That's it. Some of them are like 3 feet deep. But at maturity, they're about 6 to 12 feet deep. So just to put that into perspective, the larger varieties of maple tree, which are nothing in comparison to a redwood, Uh, So the larger varieties like the Norway maple and the sugar maple, their roots reach down about 10 to 20 feet. So 20 feet like max in their maturity. Redwoods, however, are strengthened even though their roots are shallow because they grow close together and they intertwine their roots to one another. On their own, they would be strong but not nearly strong enough to thrive and sustain themselves through the elements. They would get knocked over at the first storm if they were on their own because they work together. Much like the pillars I'm about to share with you, redwoods like the Sierra Redwood can climb to amazing heights of 250 feet up to 300 feet tall. That is flipping massive. That is, that's insane compared to how shallow their roots, I mean, if you think about it, even 20 feet, 
not even 20 feet. They don't grow that far down. What is it? 12, I believe I said. So even 12 feet down for a three, you're talking 12 feet of roots for a 30-story building tall tree. That is crazy. Their roots intertwine together, connect, and help those redwoods become strengthened over time, much like your spirit, your inner strength, and your willingness to seek grace and love even when times can hard what times get hard <laughs> can be if you're willing to create a dynamic routine using these simple daily practices consistently intentionally and really not just creating the routine but taking massive action to really follow through with these Now, normally at the end of the podcast or sometimes in the beginning, I will call you to take massive action within the space of the podcast. And this week, I'm going to ask you to do something a little bit differently. So this week, what I'm going to do is I'm inviting you to make one of the most sacred of commitments that you can make. And I invite you to commit to yourself right here, right now, that you will do whatever it takes to live your best life. If you are ready and willing to go on this journey of self-exploration and rebuilding the foundation of your life, I invite you to tune in over the course of the next six weeks. I invite you to dream big, take massive action, and do the deep soul work it takes to grow and thrive and change your life. You've got this. Do you hear me? I'm talking to you. That's right. You right there listening right now. You've got this. You've got this. I believe in you. Think of this, okay? Anything and everything that you have been through in your life so far, you've gotten yourself through. Maybe you've had the support of your family or your friends or your partner or your church or community group or your soul sister tribe, uh, right? Because your vibe attracts your tribe. I just love that saying. It's like the more you elevate your energy and your vibrational consciousness you just draw in more of uh, like-minded individuals goal-driven goal-oriented passion purpose-driven individuals so wherever you are on your journey even if you haven't had the support that maybe you would have liked to have or maybe you wish things could have been different Whatever the case is, you have always been there for you. Wherever you go, you are going to be there. And you've got this. I know you can do this. I know you can get through it. Because we all have the ability to do that. Anytime someone has said to me that I am so strong and I am inspiring as an individual. 
I gratefully receive the compliment and I receive and reciprocate that energy, but the under the same notion, under this, well, not the same notion, but at the same time, I also don't see myself as any more extraordinary or any more strong or resilient than anyone else because I know inherently that we all have that capability. God has put that in all of us. It's just up to each one of us to tap into it. The only difference that I have from someone else who may have gone through the same thing but handled it differently is that I tapped into that inner light. I tapped into that inner strength that God already put that in there. God already instilled that within me. I was just able to tap into it. So I'm going to say to you, you are just as strong. You are just as resilient because no matter what you've gone through, you have gotten yourself through and you are listening to this podcast right, right now. I know you can do this. Make the commitment to yourself, to your goals, to your highest vibrational self, to living the life of your dreams. If you're a parent, think of your children. If you are a caregiver, think of the people you look after. Even if you don't have any family or anyone that really relates to you, think of the people that you can help. Think of the like-minded individuals that you can naturally attract and manifest in your life just by raising your own vibration. With that being said, I want to thank you again for taking the time out of your day or your evening to listen to this week's episode of the Strong Wild Inspired Podcast. There is a sea of channels out there and a world of content and I really appreciate you for tuning in. Your time is so valuable believe me, I completely understand like time is one of the biggest commodities. And that is what's the word I'm looking for? Time is like, it is the most valuable resource that we have, right? More valuable than money, more valuable than anything really, because you can't get it back. And time is just everything, quality time with family. And I'm not talking about hours in a day and you know, five o'clock, six o'clock, I'm talking about like just the quality of the time that you have. Your time is valuable. You only have so many hours in a day to get things done and to live your best life. So I really, really appreciate you taking the time to invest in yourself by personal, you know, wanting to uh, continue or begin a path of personal growth and achievement and expansion. And I appreciate you investing your time into listening to this podcast because I know that there are other podcasts out there you can listen to and I really value you and your time and I appreciate you. Until next time, be strong, stay wild, and live life inspired.